Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable with me, Sean Phelan. On this week's podcast, I chat to the team at Burstall RFC about their past year, as well as getting back and returning to rugby. But before we get to my chat, rugby training is back in England, and you probably need some new kit. Well, why not treat yourself to some new stash ready for the return to rugby? Our friends at Rugby Store have everything you need from boots to balls and everything in between. And for listening to this show, we can help you save 10% off your new kit when you visit rugbystore.co.uk and use our promo code FYBPOD at the checkout. That's rugbystore.co.uk and the promo code FYBPOD and we thank them for supporting our show. Now, let's get to my conversation with Burstall RFC. Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Philly Brutes Rugby Roundtable. Uh, and I'm pleased to be joined from the lads from Burstall Rugby Club. How are you, gents? How you doing, Mike? So yeah, welcome. Thanks for giving up some time. Uh, Zach, if you want to start us off, introduce yourself. Um, let us know a bit about yourself. Okay, so Zach Minton. I've uh, been at the club for about, coming up to nine years now. Uh, obviously played number eight, as it says there. And I'm one of the <laughs> first team co-captains. All-round good-looking guy, basically. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for coming. Goose, welcome to the show. Um, how you doing, mate? Thanks for having us. Um, so, yeah, Goose, uh, head coach for the club. Um, been in the club now for about five years or so. Um, this will be my second season when it gets up and running as head, uh, as head coach. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back into it and the boys. Yeah, won't be long, won't be long. And finally, uh, Brian, nice to meet you, mate. How are you? Nice to meet you too, pal. Uh, name's Ryan. Uh, most know me as Brownie. Our club captain um, was voted last year, so I didn't really get the, the starting role of that one, but uh, eager to get into it and run in. Excellent. Well, well, thanks uh, Thanks again for uh, for coming on the show. Brownie, do you want to give us some background on the club? Yeah. Or read, uh, off so your, read your notes? For sure. I've got I'm <laughs> perfectly around the room, just in different areas, so I can say it hasn't happened. Uh, the club was founded in 1976 by some school teachers, uh, originally called Burstall Community College RFC. Uh, we had an affiliation with the community college uh, in Burstall, where we played for many years until we moved in um, October 2017 uh, to the co-op sports ground on Burstall Road. Uh, carrying on that sort of tradition of school teachers and students ever since, just keep dragging them along. Yeah, Zach's one of them. I'm not sure I quite made it as a school teacher, but says he is one. Cheers, mate. <laughs> that's, uh, that's about it, really. So, so how many teams do you guys run? We've got um, a ones, and you know we're trying to get out there as a twos. We, we're growing year in year out. This year we're. Uh, Trying to get back into the uh, to the two leagues, um, we've we've tried to dabble uh, getting in a ladies team. We, we just keep on trying to get in as many sort of numbers as we can to get as many sort of people in as we can. Really, 
keep everyone engaged the more the merrier definitely uh, and uh zach how was how has the last 12 months been with uh, all the lockdowns i think me personally um the first one was not so bad the second one a bit more of a struggle uh, which is why i'm so glad i've got the lads around me um just long isn't it i'm guessing everyone's in the same boat everyone wants to get out and smash one on the pitch um but not even be able to do fitness together or just play touch it's just crazy isn't it it's got so many yeah, people yeah. down um it's probably done brown in the world of good because one name he forgot to mention was Glassman because he never lasts 80 minutes but um <laughs> well I get there but it's, it's just tough um i think i don't i don't know if you want me to go too deep into it like mental health and stuff like that i think it's been a struggle yeah, for so, yeah, yeah. um one thing we said we've got a lot of teachers at the school um and we've also got quite a lot of ex-military lads there as well so they've experienced mental health in the past but i think this is quite challenging like i don't think everybody's been in the same boat together at the same time before so i think it's all new but just i can't thank the lads enough um i'm sure every rugby club's done the same just getting around each other we've done like fitness sessions together um i think we did like groups of five i think it was and we went out and did as many miles as we can but obviously individually but as teams and we did something like 1400 miles with that it's just giving that little spur of the moment things to keep going and get through it and obviously there's a light at the end of the tunnel fingers crossed it's not going to change again but yeah just looking forward to getting out of it to be honest got to keep working yeah, on handstand press-ups don't you zach yeah i've learned how to do handstand press-ups which is one thing i mean when i first started show us show us, show us. you got you got to show oh. us now <laughs> yeah. <a> bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get a lot of stick for this there we go I'll try. Can you see me? Yeah. Oh, God. At least he's got pants on today. You should feel honoured. Yeah, hey. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the video sent me earlier. Oh, the clock's going to come down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said clock. Yeah, basically, I don't want to show you the clock because I've been decorating, but I left it as a joke. I just went around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our opposition, eh? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, Goose, how how have you engaging the, the members of your club over the last sort of twelve months or so? Um, to be fair, the boys are really good at, it, like Zach said, looking out for each other. Um, we've got a, it's a big it's a big friendship circle at the club. Everybody has got their own individual friendship groups, like you do at most places. But as a whole, everybody tends to sort of you know just check in on one another and. You know, sort of, we've held various things like, you know, Zoom quizzes, like I think most people have. Everybody's got their, you know, the, the two WhatsApp groups, one you don't talk about um, and one that's, uh, that has lots of information in that's it's relevant and useful. Um, and, it, it, you know, everybody's just, it, it, our club in particular, it just it's a unique bond. Um, you know, there's, there's, everybody knows everybody somehow and it, it's, yeah, it's a real pleasure to be around and, and the guys that, you know, are, you know, as like I said, have, Sort of really club together in the last twelve months to um, just to sort of check on one another and just check in and stuff. And I think that sort of you know that's vital, especially with what we're going through because it affects different you know, people differently, doesn't it? So um, yeah, kind of engagement's been been led by you know a few a few other people um, running different challenges. Um, like, like Zach said there, uh, Kieran ran a particular good challenge, um, which kind of you know just brought everybody together. Um, we did uh, when we were allowed out um, to play. Um, we did a charity bike ride um, to uh, Skegness um, with one of our sponsors, which was raising money for the air ambulance. Uh, I think we raised something like £2,200. Oh, so again, that, that, yeah, so that brought boys together. And, um, you know, even if they didn't take part, they put a hand in the pocket and supported the lads where they could. Um, 
and yeah, the boys as a whole just are just brilliant, mate. And um, it's not taken too much hard work to do, just because of you know the group that we sort of have around, and so quite lucky in that aspect. But um, certainly been tough in testing, but it's been it's been, uh, been pretty impressive and, and admirable how the guys all come together and you know stuck stuck together as such. Do you think it's been harder uh, since Christmas in sort of lockdown three, I guess, than it was in the first one a year ago? Yeah, 100%. I think when it first happened, it was a bit of a novelty and I think we were all a little bit excited, weren't we? I think the first time around, it was a bit of um, yeah, something we'd never experienced before. And I think speaking probably the majority of people, it was, you know, the evenings were lighter, the weather was warmer. So it was quite nice to sort of be in the garden, having a barbecue, um, you know, and spending some time, I guess, at home and repairing the body. And, you know, sort of probably for these guys as well, it's quite nice to have that force break to, to allow those those little injuries and niggles to, to recover. And, you know, personally, come Christmas time, I was kind of itching to get back out there. So, um, obviously, we'd experienced two kind of lockdowns before Christmas, and then that third one struck just after Christmas, which was, um, I think it was inevitable it was going to happen, to be quite honest. But it was, um, yeah, it's been been a lot tougher um, the third time round. Um, I think everybody's just kind of sort of fed up with it now and, and, and looking to get back out there and, and just see one another. And it's that social element that you miss and, and the option, you know, like the option to go to the pub or the option to, you know, drop your mate a message, see if you a beer. It's not necessarily about going out and getting sloshed every night and, and doing all that sort of stuff. It's just having that, them options taken away and that freedom, I suppose. So, yeah, it's been the third time around has been a lot tougher, I'd say. Gents, have you got anything you saw? Yeah, well, yeah, is that? Uh, is there anything you wanted to add to that about it being tough over the, over the last, probably more so over the last three months than than the than the eight months, nine months before? Well, it's been it's been difficult um, in respect to the engagement. Um, we've had less sort of engagement. We're trying to keep people engaged. We even had a, a Q and A with um, Adola that got arranged that seemed to get a fair few different faces that you didn't quite see for the quizzes, because not everyone's into quizzes. You know, I finished yeah. last in most of them. It's pretty de demoralising. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you turn, up, you turn up week in, week out to get a rivet. That's, that's, that's all you're after, really. But the, the last time, it was kind of hard to get the numbers there. You know, something different, like the Nadolo Q&A was, you know, an impressive thing for us. We, we, we tried to keep people engaged with social media and, and doing a player focus, which... Got a lot of people out there. We, you know, we end up with a lovely, uh, you know, a lovely one speaking about um, mental health um, for one of our lads, Bambe, that was, that was, you know, inspirational in, in sort of him coming forward and, and speaking about his own sort of troubles that he's had, which was really heartfelt, uh, a real good read. Um, you don't always sort of speak about or hear about often enough, but something that we all should be doing a lot more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um uh, do you think you you mentioned a bit, uh, bit earlier that um, you have this close bond between all of you and you, you're all friends? I play for I play for a one team club as well. I know you say you try and get twos out and, and you get a friends club out. There is there is just something about the fifteen or twenty twenty five group players group group of guys that has a bigger and better bond than say a club with four or five teams and do you find do you find that at your club i think uh, for me personally i think you got that 15 20 um i think we're quite i don't know if we're quite unique i've only played for one team other than when i played in the army um but in this case oh someone's going to slag me off for mentioning that because they always say, oh you're in the army yeah i've said it again <laughs> i think to me I, just keep bringing we it up. Have got like a solid 40 50 players we have and 
Yeah. We would get a twos out, but it'd never be the same twos each week. And I think that's the struggle. Sure. So we do have those bonds, but then we're also having to borrow second players for the first team when Brownie goes down and stuff. Um, sorry, Brownie. I'm just going to hammer you all night. Um, going, I, think, I think you're right. So you do have that very close bond with that 2025 that have come, but we're fortunate enough to have loads of people around, but it's just been injuries and, and other stuff. And talking about one additional struggling, <clears> but people have started to lose people now. And I think that's really affected some people in the club. And that's just why I can't be thankful enough that we've got people around us. Um, so, yeah, I do agree with you, but I just think we have got those extra players. I don't want to forget about them because even though they're there every other week, they're still important. Yeah. I know you're not saying they're not important, but... No, 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 of course, no, no, of course. Of course. Oh, we, like, we have probably a core group of 10 people that play every week. And then it's, again, another 30, really? 40 that might play two or three games a year. Yeah. So, on the, on the books, on the books, we've got enough for two sides, and but we haven't. Because yes. some, you know, just like you, vote infallibles injuries. So, the, you know, we scrape a 15. Um, so, moving on to rugby then. Um, we are due to be able to play some sort of rugby from Monday. Um, Monday the 29th, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, oh, well. Stage D will be activated. Uh, there's still some stuff that will be coming out tomorrow. Some slight changes to that. But are you excited? Are you trepidatious are you nervous i just want to get out there yeah i think i think we'd all be lying if we said we're not anxious to sort of get back down there um and yes you know everybody will give it give it big and say oh yeah i can't wait to get back down there but it's going to be it's going to be a bit of anxiety it's going to be a bit of trepidation it's going to be a bit of you know nervousness around returning back to get down there even though we're all mates it's something we're not done for 12 months so you know different people will have different feelings towards it and it's just about making people feel as comfortable as possible, you know. So some people just stroll into a change of rooms like nothing's happened, but then some people might, you know, you might need to go and catch up with somebody in a car park who's kind of a bit, you know, tentative to come back down. So I think, you know, it'll, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but, um, you know, sort of going back to that close bond that the guys have, I don't think that's going to be much of an issue. I think it'll be um, pr pretty easy and a nice transition back into it. And, you know, from the messages and stuff I've been pinging about and, excitement so far in the whatsapp groups and whatnot i think you know a lot of people looking forward to getting back down there and just just seeing one another really and stuff so you know it's going to be good you think that's the biggest thing more than the actual playing rugby itself is the being together and seeing each other and i think, so, yeah, I think um, sort of like touching on our rugby side of things i think you know the thing for me was when i took over was to get that off-field environment right um which would then take care of the on-field stuff because there's a hell of a lot of talent in the club, you know, there's absolutely like golden individuals that could go and play at a lot higher standard. Um, and it was never about the quality of the player or the standard at which the guys play at. It was just about getting that off-field uh, mentality right and creating an off-field environment that everybody wants to be a part of. And, and that kind of sort of set us apart from a lot of clubs, you know, the togetherness and the bond um, was there, but we just needed to build on it. And getting the right people in the right roles to represent us as a club was, was key to that. And, you know, getting the right people as captain and club captain and, and just them characters involved in, in place was, was hugely, like, you know, fundamental in what our success was before the lockdown period. So, um, yeah, quite fortunate aspect that you know, we've got a hell of a lot of talent and it was just about, you know, putting together the pieces off the park, really, that, that really helped and paid dividends for us. Gents, are you excited? I just want to get on the pitch. <laughs> I, want, I want the high balls coming so I can drop it and knock it on. Um, <laughs> laugh at me. Um, man, man after my own heart. <laughs> we, we obviously, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I'll plug it anyway. We won the Junior Bays um, 
And that was our last game, unfortunately. And then we had one more game to play against Leeds. And if we won that, we are playing at Twickenham. So there's a lot of heart, heartache out there for the lads. And I know they just want to get on now and take some anger out on some other people. <laughs> um, that's, that's what I want to do anyway. I'm used to this long right. weeks of playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm a pro at this for sure. But this is the first sort of club that I've had where, you know, normally you get injured and you, you go into a mode of self-pity. Um, but yeah, just can't wait to get back out there, get playing again, get injured. It's going to be great. So what does the summer, <laughs> what does the summer for, for, for Bursal look like? Um, pre-season, couple of day, uh, training a couple of days a week or are you just going to ease yourself back well, in? Whatever he says, he's going to lie because the lads are going to watch it. So he's going to say, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And I'd just be watching, it's going to be dead easy. Um, nothing to worry about. Um, you know, sweating, no vomiting. Um, no, um, no, it'll be, so we're just easing back in touch, mate, to be honest. So we're just going to ease back in slowly and, it's about like we spoke about earlier is getting the guys back down there and feeling comfortable again back in the environment and just chucking the ball about and, and just seeing the mates again because it's been you know a 12 month period that we've not seen one another properly and so first things first is we're going to get down there and you know we've outlined a bit of a plan so the next sort of month or so we're going to get touch running um and then we're going to have um on tuesdays we're going to run run fat club um which is pretty much to get everybody back to some form of fitness because uh, we've probably all done various bits of fitness over the uh, last 12 months, but um, some may not have done. So um, it's all about just, you know, getting them people back into doing something different again and, and, and getting fit and having fun with it as well. So we've got a bit of a plan and, you know, if the fitness is going to be based around fun and I'll have a couple of weeks off and then we'll, we'll hit pre-season properly, like probably most clubs will. And then before you know it, we'll forget there's a pandemic and we'll be, uh, yeah, chugging beer and enjoying ourselves. So fingers crossed. Sounds like a good plan. Not sure about the vomiting and that's all the fitness stuff. Yeah, I, I won't come down for that one. Um, so, Ryan, um, tell us about the, the goals for the club over the next sort of, well, I guess, year, I guess, going into the next couple of seasons. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be back in that, that Vase final? Oh, for sure. You know, getting that Twickenham's really uh, a sour point. You know, we were so close to getting there and uh, we didn't even have an opportunity to to finish finish the job off, in a sense. It was just, I suppose, lucky that, you know, we got to play the final, really, because um, that was, as we say, the last game just before the whole thing kicked off. So if we didn't even get to play that, that would have been probably even worse. Um, but Not now as bad we also as got feeling now, though. Say that? Not as bad as they're probably feeling, having lost that game, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, no comment. I'm known for being an other, so I've got to, I've got to, I've got to play the part. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the only reason you were here. <laughs> but we we also got promoted from Midlands Four, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be thinking of you know keeping keeping that sort of run going, even though it was a year ago. You know, we, we still want to keep progressing. Numbers have steadily um, increased year on year since I've been there, and keep growing to have the stable twos, like you say, sometimes it, you, you feel like you can't quite get it out there, but if we can get more numbers, more quality, keeps driving everything up, you know, from the, from the bottom to the top, it's just going to keep going, you know, how, 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 how do you go about trying to find the, the, the next crop of players to join the club? It's all about recruitment. Uh, at the end of the day, people, people turn up for a session and they'll, they'll feel the love instantly. Like I did three years ago, it was, you know, turn up, watch a game. I, I watched the game. I sat in the, uh, I sat in the clubhouse. You know, within five minutes after the game, 
everyone's surrounding me, you know, like I've been there for years, you know, and you're kind of the centerpiece in a sense. And uh, you just, yeah, you instantly feel like you belong. And that's what Burstall's sort of all about. You know, that real family feel, we get family engaged uh, with everything. My, you know, the wives let me let us play at the end of the day. They decide, not us. So uh, keeping them, keeping them sweet. Surely, surely, <laughs> the world's biggest pass is what to be given to everyone that plays rugby. They spent twelve months <laughs> at home. Let them get out. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But you got to, you got to earn that. Um, and and our club has has helped get you know my wife, my kids engaged with the club to to you know allow me to play and, and spend more time down there, which is yeah, their game for me. It's great. <laughs> um, uh, as sort of we come to the end of this, chaps, uh, what we like to do is just ask everyone the same same question every week, um, and we'll go around the around the table. Um, it's for one hope and one fear for for either yourself or, or the club or, or the sport in general uh, over the next twelve months. So, Zach, we'll start with you. Uh, my hope is that everybody comes out of this in the right way, and they start to come down again. If we're talking about the rugby club. And they stay coming <clears throat> because, to me, I know how important it has been uh, having the lads around me. When I left the army, I never thought I'd find camaraderie like that. Camaraderie, can't even say the word. Um, but like Brownie said, I found that here. So just even if you don't feel like getting engaged and you're just stuck to not playing, I just hope that people do come down and that we get into the final again. Which leads me on to my fear that we get Clee Hill again and they see what I've just said. And I just get nailed. Um, <laughs> they were a really nice club, and I was only joking. <laughs> um, uh, but my fear is, it's, it's my hope and fear are the same thing. My fear is that some people are not going to find the strength to come down and, and get out of this because no one's been there before. And I think just every rugby club needs to get around everybody and encourage them to get out and, and start engaging again. And the families. Like my family, my, my kids love coming down and playing with Brownies kids. Everyone's all in there together. So I think that, that's my hope and my fear that people won't. Brilliant. Well, thanks for that. I really appreciate that. Uh, Goose, um, hope and a fear? Uh, hope and a fear. Um, hope that people not played for a while get back involved. So you probably see a massive in, you know, increase in players that haven't been around the game for quite some time for various reasons. I hope that they'll see how much it's brought to them and the happiness is given to them and, and they start to creep back in and get involved with the club it is. Which then kind of flips it on its head that, you know, the fear is that there's going to be clubs like Zach said that they're not going to get necessary support or, or not going to going to be able to survive this period because there's, um, there's a couple of rumours over in, in our neck of woods and Leicestershire of some pretty big clubs that potentially might not be able to you know, survive and, and it'll be an awful shame to see those guys not survive if that makes sense not you know from a selfless point of view um, because in a day you know rugby's a community game isn't it and we've all got to look out for each other and you know oh, yeah. you if, if, for. If, a club, if a club like that doesn't survive then uh, you've got no one to play so we need everyone yeah. to sort of yeah. to, to be yeah. doing well. Definitely. Yeah, and it, you know, we all like to have a bit of banter for opposition in our, our nearest and dearest clubs of mates and stuff, but equally as well, we all have that admiration and respect for one another. So, you know, it'd be nice to sort of see all clubs fulfil the games they can. Um, and yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at with my hopes and fears of it all. So. Good, thank you. Uh, and finally, Brownie? Um, I hope to play more than my record of eight games in a year. That would be a really good um, <laughs> uh, probably one of our best players I will, I will give him some credit he's probably one of our best players oh, Zach, you, you too can't argue that tenor later uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, 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 I had the same issue of playing 
eight games a year. For about five years, I played eight games a year. It was due to work commitments. And on the first year that I didn't have work commitments, on the ninth game, I broke my leg. So I still only played. I only. I still only played eight games that season. At least that's an impressive injury. Mine are just little <laughs> silly niggles that come here and there, and it's random bits. You know, like Johnny Wilkinson in that regard, just constantly breaking down. It's ridiculous. But yeah, no. Look, I'm hoping. I'm hoping everyone comes out of this. You know, relatively. Wait, wait, fit, we just stop there, Brownie. You just did. You just compare yourself to Johnny Wilkinson. <laughs> listen, listen, I was watching last night. On, on, uh, <laughs> he was the first one that cropped in my head. You know. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm more, more, more of a Neil Backman myself rather than uh, rather than Johnny Wilson, but you know, probably it is odd. No need. Um, but no, look, similar to what what they both said, we just hope everyone kind of comes out into the world after this COVID's gone and you know falls back in love with the game. You know, they they're not kind of had a year out and gone. Do I do I need it? Do I want it? And and the game's able to carry on surviving and thriving. Um, you know, the, the fear is, 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 is ever going to go back to that way? I mean, the fear of losing the rock to Moles. I mean, the way the game's going now, the red cards, the front and centre in the in the actual Premiership games, what's going to happen at our level of refereeing? <laughs> Are you going to be able to jackal anymore? Because your head's put in a, in a bad position. And I understand protection and all that, but it's kind of getting to a scary way that the game is going to be um, officiated out of, play, of being rugby. Um, going to end up just, I don't know, playing league effectively. Which ain't a bad thing. Then I'll, then I'll be out of the team, mate. Right? Yeah. All I've got is a good jackal. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I tell everyone. I've got a, I've got a choke tackle and I've got a driving mall, and that's it. And if, if, if I can't do both, what have I got? What, what am I going to be able to do? Be a but Sorry. mate, you might get more than eight games a season if you, uh, you know, if, if it's rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might get suspended. Um, <laughs> can we ask you what one of your fears are, Sean? Like, one of my fears, um, no one has asked me that, but yes. Uh, pretty much the same as yours. That We have this massive focus on um, getting women into the game, and that's great, and it's doing really well. Sky number, uh, rocket... Uh, numbers are skyrocketing and there's a great uh, sort of f- feeling of love in, in sort of the grassroots women's game. My fear is that the same love isn't being put into the men's game. Okay. So the women, the, the women's game will have uh, the Inner Warrior series, which did really well, brought 25,000 new players into the game or wh- whatever it was. It was close to that. I feel that our the, the men's side of the game isn't being taken as seriously because, you know, the, it's not being taken as seriously and partition, participation numbers are dropping rapidly. I just, I, I fear what is going to happen, what has this done to, to the game, especially at social level, second and third team level. You're going to see clubs that were thriving, like four or five teams and that that, that shrink down to, to ones and twos. Um, so that that is my my, my, my fear is that there are people that aren't going to be coming back and it's going to have a real big effect on on, on the game. Definitely. Yeah. Well put. <clears throat> well if, put. Yeah. So that, that's that's my two cents. That's yeah, that's what we're trying to work with uh now if you about trying to you know trying to put something together like the inner warrior series to bring either new players 
who have never touched the ball before, but give them the opportunity to to uh, learn the game rather than just being thrown out on the wing on the first game and you learn the hard way. You know, give them a six or eight weeks coaching plan. You know, with really good coaches, and then after that, they can you know there'll be there'll be rugby players that will hopefully stick around for a while. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, let's 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 get through the summer. And then we'll see what happens in September, October, when when league rugby starts coming back. Then we'll see what the real effect has been has been on on the on the last twelve months. Definitely. But I, I really appreciate. Yeah, You know the props, the props, and you know no offense, but your props in second rowers, your front rowers uh, might feel kind of not. Oh. It's not their style of game, and I think yeah, it's yeah. up to us though at club level to make sure they get in there still. Whether there's more. You know, we still want to get let the Sean's play, <laughs> the Sean's of the world play, whether you've got them all or not. You know, and it's up to us at club yeah, level yeah. to go. You sacrifice. You might. You feel like you're sacrificing. Um, don't want to be disrespectful, but you're going. Well, you're not as fast to play this faster-paced game, but we're throwing you in anyway. You deserve to play like the rest of us sure. at the end of the day. Yeah, Scrums yeah. and lineups rejecting. It's, irre- it's irrelevant. You're still going to be part of a team, and and every club needs to be doing that. I feel. Yeah, I'm, I'm six foot eight, twenty stone, and slower than an elephant. Well, I've got no place being in playing ready for rugby. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing a handstand. Because um, <laughs> your feet are at the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's you know, there's no place for for guys like me or props, as you said, in that in that type of game. So if the if the adapted rules don't start or if they don't come in until maybe a bit later than they're planned there's not much you know if not going to be scrummaging not going to be being able to maul it's 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 you know as i say that down to, club, though, these days. down to clubs to still still throw you boys in of course of oh of course yeah of course but i think i think if from a player's point of view if you're not being able to scrummage like like you, you you've been doing for the last 20 years or whatever you've been doing you're gonna feel just oh, just sick of the running, sick of sick of not being. Yeah, you know, that's the bit I love about the game. I love the tackle. I love the the ruck. I love the maul. I love the scrummaging. All the other stuff is just it's just sort of not white noise. It's the running stuff. I'm careful, but let me get stuck in. And if I don't have, you know, if, if guys like me don't have the the opportunity to get stuck in in a, in a ruck or a maul or, or a scrum. Then we're just going to sort of fall by the wayside, and and yeah, we need people to stop being healthy, and so we can have a next generation of props. This is why we brought a room full of forwards to this, all right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow, goose. Uh, <laughs> 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 nine. Three forwards. I've got older. <laughs> the weight goes up. Shirt number goes down. That's the way it works. Isn't it? <laughs> always, always. But gents, I really appreciate your time. Uh, it's been really great to chat to you. Um, I hope I hope you've uh, uh, I've really enjoyed chatting to you. I hope you've enjoyed chatting to me too. Um, Everyone watching, everyone listening, if uh, you haven't already, go to rugbystore.co.uk, get 10% off FYB pod. That's the bills paid. Um, Yeah, check us out again next week um, when we'll have uh, another rugby club that we will that we will uh, hopefully. uh, I don't know. That's rubbish. Oh, my God. Right. We'll interview and put online and you can watch next week. <laughs> what he said. What he said. Right. Lovely. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, yeah, cheers guys.
Huge thanks to the guys at Burstall RFC for joining me tonight. And thank you once again to Rugby Store for supporting our show. Check out rugbystore.co.uk and use the promo code FYBPOD to save yourself 10% off anything in store. And thank you for listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. 